Welcome back to this week's episode. So excited to have you here. I interviewed the gorgeous Ash from Fusion Biz Co. Here is a little bit about her. Ashley Makovic is the founder and CEO of Fusion Biz Co., Perth's leading business networking community for kind-hearted powerhouse female entrepreneurs, and it has over 400 members already. The purpose is to connect businesswomen to create exciting opportunities and empower them to make a positive impact in the world through business endeavors. Ash is passionate about making real human connections sexy again in an increasingly disconnected world of lockdowns and social media. She created Fusion Biz Co. to revolutionize the business networking scene by encouraging meaningful conversations and genuine relationships rather than focusing on just making sales. This was such a beautiful chat with the gorgeous Ash. So, so many inspiring moments, so many raw, real, truthful moments. And Ash's story is so beautiful. And I just can't wait for you to tune in. So grab your cuppa or turn up the volume, whatever it is you need to do. And let's get into it. I'm here with the gorgeous Ash. Hello. Hello. Good morning. We are two tired mamas up early. <laughs> Literally, I'm in my dressing gown. Ash has like snuck into her bedroom, potentially was going to be in the closet, but we're making it, we're making it work. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. I love this. And I know today's going to be so much fun, this conversation. Yeah. So Ash, should we dive straight into it? All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Um, tell us, tell us about you, and take us to a moment. Let's get straight into your baby. You've got this moment. Okay, cool. Uh, so, should I talk about my background a little bit, like, or <laughs> sure, do share whatever comes up. Okay, sweet. So, I have been running Fusion Biz Co., uh, which is a business networking group in Perth, for seven years now. And I started the membership five years ago. We actually just had a five-year anniversary. So um, initially I was just running like small events, coffee, catch-ups, dinners, things like that for women to really truly connect, not to make sales, but to really come and feel seen and heard and understood. And that is like where my passion is. I love that. I know that I'm put on this earth to do that. So it's just like being different iterations of that connecting women. So anyway, uh, my babe, you got this moment was when I had my first child and she was probably a few months old. Um, so I had been stalking Lorna Jane Clarkson, the, the founder of yeah. Lorna Jane, for like a couple of years trying to get her to speak for Fusion because she was like my ultimate girl boss, you know, back in the day where everyone was saying girl boss, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> She was like the ultimate there, you know, there wasn't really many other people that had built their empire that had their personal brand at that yeah. stage. Like she was like the Australian girl boss. Anyway, so I had Lisa Messenger speak for Fusion Biz Co. Actually, it was called Fusion Biz Babes back then. And Lisa Messenger and Lorna Jane are good friends. 
And so at the end of Lisa's speech, she was like, Ash, if there's anything that you ever need, I'm here to help you. And I was like, sweet, like there's an in there, you know, it's yeah. all about who you know, it's all about connections. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I, I chatted to Lisa. I was like, hey, can you hook me up with Laura Jane, do an intro for me? And she, um, she was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to do that. So she intro- introduced me to Lorna over email and um, said, Ash, Ash put on a great event for me in Perth. She wants to do the same for you. Um, I'll pass over to you guys. Anyway, Lorna was like, yeah, keen, 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 but I'll put you in touch with my PR company so then maybe we can sort it out. I was like, okay, yeah. Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> And <course>. then anyway, <laughs> back and forth with this PR company so many times throughout those two years, they were like, keep us in touch. I think they wanted to make sure I was a legit business. They were like, keep us in touch with what you're up to. We want to, we, she's, she's maybe keen, um, just stay in touch. So after every big event, I would email saying, hey, we just did this, here's the pictures, this is what the guests said, blah, blah, blah. And um, anyway, eventually she fought, her PR company finally came back and said, Lorna will speak for Fusion. The only thing is I was about to give birth to my oh, first child. <laughs> of course, of course yeah. at time. Yeah, I know. And like, I was like, I'm going to minimize all stress in my life. I'm not going to do anything big with the business because I want to give my baby everything. You know what it's like. You got a seven month old. They take so much time. And anyway, um, so, but I said yes, because uh, when Lisa spoke, her whole motto was like, say yes and figure it out. And I wasn't going to let this opportunity just slip by me, you know? So after two years of hounding her, I couldn't say no, can't do it. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. But anyway, her speaker fee was exorbitant and this was on top of business class flights um accommodation. did you pay for business class flights for her yeah accommodation wow um yeah. transfers hair and makeup like all of this stuff this wasn't even including the event cost of venue hire food all of that kind of stuff that was stacking up so the event all in all was gonna cost about 50 grand to put on right wow. I think maybe even more like first stats looked like it's yeah. like a wedding right 50 yeah grand 100% yeah. yeah yeah so already I was like fuck like if I don't if I don't make this money back I'm gonna go bankrupt you know like so yeah. the stress of like I don't know if you've ever put an event on before but sometimes you just don't really know how it's gonna go oh, I, I do um, heaps of events yeah and you're just like you you map it out thinking okay if I sell this amount of tickets this will cover cover costs and then you do want to pay yourself and then you mm. put it on you're like fuck I hope I cover costs yeah like, exactly yeah and it's the emotional investment too. It's like, mm. it's just like the, the roller coaster. I guess you can equate it to like launching. Like a lot of your listeners probably do launches. Like it feels like you're forever launching an event, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so I would say like my breakdown moment came when, so oh, I guess I'll, anyway, so we did, we got sponsors on board. I got an amazing um, part, marketing partner to help me get some epic sponsors on board which did cover some of it um and then like when I went to sell the tickets the first day I don't well when you sell events generally it goes like a peak on the first day when tickets go on sale and then it goes in a lull for a while and then it peaks up a little bit towards the end again but the main main tickets for fusion anyway always sell in the first week um anyway so I put the tickets I I did a wait list 300 people were on the wait list I thought this is fine I only need to get 200 people there it'll be fine anyway put the tickets on six people bought (gasps) only six people bought in the first day 
I was sitting at a mother's group, like one of my first mother's group, and I was like kept checking my phone to see if any more tickets got bought and no tickets got bought. And I just remember that sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach and that sinking feeling didn't go away until after the event. And I had like a three-month or like brand new baby, you know. I was going like, to say, you've already given birth now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. So yeah. I gave birth and then the event was due to be in three months after she was born. Oh, my God. <laughs> I skipped that part. I skipped the birth part because I was so freaking stressed. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. And so, yeah, I remember sitting in that in that mother's group where I was meant to be like fully focused on being a new mom, making new friends, like finding out, you know, how to do this new gig. And all I could think about was, fuck, I'm going to go bankrupt. Like, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I would be stressing out. Like, and mm. being you're on a maternity leave. So mm. whether or not there is an energy behind maternity leave where income drops, mm-hmm. you know, with, for most of us, no matter what we do, there is a level because you're not meant to be working because we don't want to be working like we normally do in our businesses yeah oh babe I'm feeling the anxiety right now in the story I'm like yeah I had a pit of anxiety in my chest for like months that caused me to have like all these extra issues like after like it was like an instant release after the event yeah um by the way like I pulled it off like we sold 200 tickets (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) But I'm like, I was such a stress head. Like I hustled my little heart out, you know, anytime the baby was sleeping, I would just be there promoting, finding new partnerships that we could get new people in. Um, yeah, I just like, that's the, the most hustle that I've ever done, you know? So yeah, but like, I'm so proud that I pulled it off and um, it was an epic event. Like everyone that, that event alone, I think afforded Fusion Visco the credibility that it has today. Um, allowed me to get other big name speakers in knowing that Lorna Jane had spoken on the stage Um, yeah got loads of new members after that event as well so whilst I didn't make a profit on the event we probably broke even Um, but uh, like off the back of that lots of new members and things like that so it was definitely worth it and even after that after I had like my post events you know wind down it was just like I got home from the event and I just burst into tears for like an hour because it was all that pent up stress, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Been there and, many times. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I actually had a spiritual awakening of such. I think like, I don't know if you're into all the woo-woo. I think you are all into the woo-woo. Ooh. Actually, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was my first kind of spiritual awakening after that because I think after such intense pressure, I think, it really helps you grow into the next version of you Mm. and that it certainly did. To me, this just purely, this is a pure representation of the universal law of supply and demand. And I know a lot of us, well, when I first learned about it, it was more like in economics, so I paid no attention to it because who pays attention in economics? I definitely did it. (laughs) Uh, But since learning, because I teach on the universal laws and this is the thing, like you had to increase your demand so much and the the bigger the demand the bigger the supply and the supply only increases when you increase the demand if you just focus on the supply which is if you just focused on okay I need to sell tickets need to sell tickets and just sit and waited and hoped and you know got through each day maybe tomorrow that's focusing on the supply it will never actually grow but when you put the demand on yourself right bub's asleep who can I talk to who do I need to be like how do I need to show up 
this is it's just the perfect example and look at the ripple effect and I love this because it is a perfect baby you've got this moment because I don't know if anyone's listening they're like oh you know but I don't have a business like this and I would never probably have a speaker like that or you know all the limiting beliefs we all have but to me it's like you put yourself under that much pressure not like like it was uncomfortable but you had to really push through and look at the result like you have residual people now like following through there's a there's a name like I I knew of your brand before I knew of you Mm, like I saw it and I was like it was popping up everywhere and everyone's like talking about it it was like the hot it was kind of like the only I've been in business for uh, over a decade and Fusion Biz Co I don't know if I maybe I saw it as Fusion Biz Babes but I think Mm. because the social media wasn't really didn't really advertise Mm. about five six seven years ago really um what was I saying? That's where I got my start yeah. though. I, I was yeah. advertising on social media back yeah. then. I became a Facebook ad gun. Like I was like, I was like, what? I can get all this free traffic. This is so good. Well, sorry, not free traffic. I can get this traffic with that whilst I'm sleeping. Like yeah. it was so good. I just had ads on repeat. And that's how most people found me in the, in that five, six years ago. That's where well, I, I think I saw people would talk about it. With, mm, have you heard yeah. of this? And, and my, what I'm saying is I haven't really heard of any other networking events. And I worked in network marketing, but we would run our own. We wouldn't network with other businesses. Yeah. We do our own stuff because that's just how the, the industry works. Yeah. So where yeah. was I going with that? It oh, got really, yeah, it got, really, it's got really good word of mouth. And then yeah. the thing is, I think I started relying on that word of mouth. I actually stopped advertising, um, doing paid advertising. I think it's important for any business to have a marketing budget, but I've, I stopped marketing because I was like, this is so good. Like it's just on a roll, you know, and then also like having my children, I've got two kids now. Um, and the word of mouth was still so good. It was just growing, growing, growing. So I'm so grateful for like that women talk. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. We're the best sales, we're the, we, you know, women need to be in sales. We're the best at sharing. Yeah. Cause that's what sales really is. Like genuine sales is just a genuine share. Mm-hmm. That's right. And yeah. that, and then you, Oh, I just, I just love it. And then having the space of the networking event, like people come through and then they are sharing. It's not, I'm coming in to sell my shit, but it's, you hold this space where come in and and here's a space to be loud and proud about what you do. So if people want you, you're like, you literally serve up businesses on a silver platter to all the other businesses. Yeah, exactly. In a beautiful, genuine way. It's so nice. Everyone can come and share their challenges. and, And just like, I think that's the main thing is just like, walking away feeling heard like I um had I had just had a catch up with a friend the other day who's a mum in business and we we're both just like we're both in a similar situation of like this is a really fucking hard season you know like we try we have so much ambition we just want to like go full gung-ho with our businesses but these little people need us in our life mm-hmm. and we were just sitting there at a play center our kids were off playing and we were just like feeling so heard and like said like we just walked away and we said that was such a soul-filling conversation and it's okay like it's okay that we're in this season just accept yeah that's all part of it well that's the thing being a I I love talking about business as a mum and it's so true it's until you become a mum then you truly understand and I've worked with so many mums and there was definitely a level of I couldn't before I became a mum like understanding but not I guess empathizing, like actually feeling it myself. But being a, I've gone through all the guilt. So I think one of our biggest challenges is we want to provide the best life for our children, and we don't we don't want to have to rely on you know the the husband or the partner or the dad 
as the stereotype, you know, to provide. It's like, why can't we do it? You and me are so similar like that. But then it's like, I want to provide the best life for them, but shit, I've got to keep them alive now. And then you want to be present now. But then I get the thoughts. I'm like, yeah, but is she really going to remember now? Yes, to a degree. But look, I used to be the mum, no screen time. She will not have screen time. I'm sure she'll have, like, when she's older, no, I'm not letting her eyes see all of that bullshit on the TV. She literally watches the Wiggles at seven months. <laughs> because I've got shit to do. I'm like, I can either be present and then get guilty and then get resentful and anxious and my business, like, loses momentum. Yeah. Or I could put her in front of the Wiggles every now and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Done. There's a, I think guilt's the hardest emotion. Like yeah. I think if, if we just eradicated guilt from from our emotion base, I think we would all be much happier. But in saying that, I think even just having the guilt makes you, you know, makes you realise that you're a good mum because you are self-reflecting. You're saying, is this the best thing? Um, but, yeah, but it's also good to, to have an outlet for us. You know, yeah. I don't think I would have enjoyed motherhood as much if I didn't have my business to keep my mind stimulated as well. Uh, 100% and I had I was the person coming into having a baby I was like like this is a very Kim way to say it and it comes from love (laughs) when I say things I'm like how do I like how do I wrap this in love because I'm just so blunt when I say things I don't want to be the mom who loses herself because I have seen a lot of people around me there's again there's a stigma around it there's a stereotype that it happens Mm -hmm. women go through that and I've seen a lot of um, friends really close to me very ambitious women lose themselves to motherhood and go through their struggling. Like, is it postnatal depression? Is it actually what's going on? And I'm like, I'm not going to, that's not me. Like I'm drawing the line, in the concrete, I will not do that. And then I found from saying that it was probably around between three to four months old and, you know, timed with the sleep progression, as they say, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's just, it's a fucking sleep regression. They're sleeping less. <laughs> yes that Um, month is a killer (laughs) oh man that came up and I remember I remember putting like watch on social media I'm like I'm keeping myself accountable this is actually really hard I I thought it wasn't going to be as hard because I didn't think I was going to lose myself guys I'm inverting commering right now but it was like I had to that willpower to be like no stick stick to what makes you feel good like stick to what lights you up push through the guilt like every time I jump on the computer and get something done, you, you're finding the guilt. Like, oh, I should be doing this. The good thing about babies being younger, at least, like I literally would sit at the desk, put the breastfeeding pillow, and Isla would just like boob to mouth and she'd be on the pillow. I'm like, I don't even care if she's sleeping on my boob right now because I'm getting yeah. shit done. <laughs> oh, but I feel like, yeah, coming through, I feel like it's the, the battle of guilt as an ambitious mum especially mm-hmm. in those first few months, we've got to go, we either give into the guilt and we be fully present. And then we, we get funny. Like we get that feeling of I'm not building my business. I'm losing myself. I, yeah. who am I? Like, why am I here? What's my purpose other than raising a child? And then there's the other side of it where okay, I'm in my business. I'm doing things. I'm connecting. I'm hitting goals. I'm hitting milestones. Mm. Oh my gosh. Am I neglecting my child? <laughs> like, yeah. What, what is she learning from this? But yeah. Yeah, I think one of the hardest things that I've had to learn as a mum is just to be present with them. Like I think it's so we live in a Western culture where, you know, progress is, you know, we all want to keep moving forward and progressing Mm. and doing. But really the real 
ask of a mother is just to be with your children. And I think if you can, if you can separate, like if you you're giving them that quality time and you just, you know, you're just being with them, like that's going to fill their cup enough that you can then go and do as well. But like, I'm in a real season at the moment where I really just have to just be with them sometimes and just, not work on the business like that's been the, the hardest learning yeah. for me is just like being okay the business has to just ride for a little bit luckily I've got um, an event manager who helps me behind the scenes but um yeah but now I'm like you know kids have to come first and I always I always I kept yeah. fighting that but yeah now I it's a real learning that kids have to come first and yeah but actually what comes before that is your own self-care because I hit burnout many times this year trying to do it all but so what has to come first is number one you're looking after yourself in terms of like you're putting the right things in your body you're doing things that are making you spiritually happy like meditation yoga all that stuff and then from that full cup then you can give to your kids and then to your business as well but I was skipping out the me part I was just skipping out me like oh no I'll do that when I have more time but no that means saying you end up on the shower in the floor on the floor crying every second week because you haven't filled your cup up or you haven't like been looking after yourself and yeah that's not good for anyone (laughs) oh I used to hit burnout so much pre-baby because my only belief of success was well my the story from my childhood was like you got to work hard Mm. okay so if I want to double my success I've got to work double as hard and you know I love to party and socialize so I'd still do all that Honestly, how I had the energy, obviously I'd hit burnout, but I can't even even attempt that now with, with still filling up my cup. I'm like, if I have a weekend where I socialise, I need like three days of no one talk to me. Yeah, same. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we need to take longer to recharge that battery. But, yeah, yeah I always hit burnout. And, well, I was going to ask you, what are your tips for self-care? Because my, my go-to tip that's helped me is saying no with confidence. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like some people think I'm just like selfish and that's okay. I am. I'm selfish with my time. I'm like, if I don't give myself time, you don't even want to be around me. Yeah. You know, like that's my, I say no and it's so freeing. It's so liberating. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I lo- I do love no as well. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm learning that too. Every woman has to learn that, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I ha- I'll recently had another um baby you've got this moment Ooh, you're gonna share <laughs> it was it's a recent one but I'm still kind of processing but I do have had the learnings from it so uh, we went I was really burnt out like at um a, a couple months ago I kept hitting burnout I kept just crying for no reason I kept sitting down on my laptop having no life force energy no creative energy to even do anything Anyway, we were going away for Father's Day at the start of September and I was like, yes, we're going to the uh, Margaret River. I'm going to get out in nature. I'm going to feel so relaxed. It's going to be so good. Like, I just can't wait for that time. Anyway, we went away. We were in nature. It was beautiful. I love it down there. It's just got such a beautiful energy. Um, but I couldn't unwind. Like, I just couldn't. We are down there for a few days and, like, I couldn't get myself back to baseline. And I was like, what the hell? And then, anyway, so we came back to Perth. We got here unpacking the car and I ended up just like collapsing in our driveway because I was like I was like I can't come back to this life like because I'm so I'm even getting emotional now see (laughs) because I'm so burnt out and I was really relying on that holiday to make sure I come back not burnt out you know with renewed energy 
and I didn't feel that I felt even more burnt out you know because travel and all kids on holidays and stuff like that and you were putting that expectation on yourself like I have to unwind like it has to happen yes I know (laughs) and like it has to happen when I'm away it can't happen at home you know and then anyway so I got home I collapsed in the driveway and my husband was like go to bed (laughs) so I just go to bed and so like I just went and had a shower went in then um the next day I was doing some yoga and then I got this download when I was in like after my yoga meditation I got this download and it was like you need to fucking look after yourself now you can't wait for a holiday it has to be a daily practice anyway so I went to see my friend who's a naturopath she got me on this um herbal tonic which is incredible it just like has made me so much more grounded I'm doing yoga every day whereas before it was just sporadic when I had time but now when the baby goes down I'm on my mat and my three-year-old's with me and that's okay um at least she lets me do it (laughs) she does it next to me it's so cute um you know I'm I'm trying to walk more often I don't get to do it every day but I'm trying to go out for a walk every day um you know I'm meditating every day I am doing everything to bring my nervous system back into regulation because that's my tip for success if your nervous system is regulated if you were doing those self-care practices all the time whatever works for you it could be breath work it could be um, a run every day if you if you're making sure that you are bringing your nervous system back into regulation you can go further in your business so I was like running on fight or flight mode for like months I was in fight or flight like I was trying to figure a way out I was trying to figure a way to fight through it blah 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 um, I, it's not a way to live. So oh, what I did no, was I stopped doing everything. Yeah. And then I was like, everything has to be to do with self-care, to bring myself back into regulation. Mm-hmm. And then if you're regulated, you can make those risks. You can, you can face rejection. You can do things so much better because you're not in a state of fight or flight. So that's, that's my tip to success. Oh, I love that you bring that up because the, a lot of the, the conversations I'm having at the moment with clients and like my coach, the topic of the nervous system, which I feel like we never really, we've always talked about self-care and like calming the body, but I think there's a really big focus on actually referring to the nervous system now, which is so important. Like I do breath work almost every morning. I usually don't on a Sunday because my, my, that's just like a, no one, like that's just my day. You know, I don't actually stick to a certain ritual or anything. And it makes such a difference, Mm. such a difference. I actually have a saying um, that I feel this works so well with is like people say, how do you succeed in business? And when I've looked back over the times where like I felt like on a, like I'm fucking killing it and whatnot, it's because I have a vision bigger than my bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when our vision is bigger, when we're caught up in our bullshit, that's in fight or flight. That's when we're trying to do everything at once. We're trying to juggle all the balls. We're trying to be the superhero. And this is even before having kids, you yeah. know, kids in, that's just more balls you got to juggle. Yeah. And we try and do it all. And then we get so caught up in our bullshit that, you know, I swear a lot, it fucks us up. Mm-hmm. It does. But when we have a vision, like we have a clear vision of like, this is who I want to be and this is how I want to feel. Okay, what does that need? Yeah. Meditation. Like I used to be so anti-meditation because mm-hmm. I used to be so caught up in my head so obviously the answer was yeah learn to meditate yeah I love meditating now like now it's like if I don't do it my brain you don't want to be inside my head because it does not shut up (laughs) (laughs) I think people think meditation is you have to clear your mind of all thoughts but it's not it's just 
not attaching to the thoughts. So they're all your mind is there to think. So you literally can't stop it thinking. But if you are just re- realizing not to run away with those thoughts, and then you end up just be living in a state of meditation all the time at mm-hmm. home with your kids. If you start running away with your thoughts, okay, let's bring it back to breath. Yeah, yeah, I love this. These are such key key things that us you know mums in business or even if you're a mum and you don't have a business but you're just ambitious like us yeah such powerful tools which I think every woman is in their own way some people are ambitious at being a mum which like I think in the in the life of mumhood would really help you know <laughs> <It would> help. <laughs> some so people they, just yeah. want to be a really good mum and I love that and so it's just like if we really if our ambition is like, be, of course, we want to be a good mum as well, yeah, but like, yeah. we still have our like our business drive as well. So I think just this season of life for us is a little bit harder, but but yeah, we can do it all. Oh, we can. We actually can. Since becoming your mum, I'm like, I fucking can do it all, but just not all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the lesson there. We can do it all. We are fucking amazing. We literally pushed life out of our body. Most mm-hmm. all we created life in our body. Seriously, when I gave birth to Daniel, I had a home birth and Daniel was in the pool with me. And afterwards he was just like, holy shit, women are incredible. I'm like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you that for years because you don't ask women, we are incredible, but yeah. What a beautiful man. (laughs) I think you may have forgotten it now. It's seven months in and sometimes (laughs) I'll be like, hey, remember that time? He'll be like, can I, I was like, can you help me with it? Or can you do something, you know, as a, you know, nagging wife as you do. And I don't know, it'll come up and I'll be like, excuse me, I pushed a baby out of my vagina. You can do this. Or something like, can we plant, we need to put the plants in our front garden. And I was like, can you, oh, we, actually, funny story. I don't think I said it then, but I should have. Recently, we just had to move earth in the front, re-landscape. And Daniel was like digging with a shovel. And he was so sore the next day because his line of work, he installs doors as a carpenter, but it's not super hardcore stuff. And he was like, out for three days it's like my body sore all of this stuff I, I did give him shit for whinging I'm like just go back to the gym and get fitter you're only 33 ah. but I should have been like excuse me I pushed a baby out of my vagina I was back on my feet I was not complaining well <laughs> I just oh no I love it I love giving him shit but <laughs> we're incredible we really are yeah we are. well do you have any final shares final anything what comes up what comes Mm. through I would say I think my biggest life learning and probably everyone's would be um everything happens for a reason and just surrender to the flow of life because if you're attaching to the way a certain thing should be or a certain person should be or a certain event should be um everything is going to happen in the perfect way that it should happen for you and just surrender to that it makes life a beautiful way to live like I can equate this to running events sometimes events don't go as well as I thought they would in terms of ticket sales but then you get there and it's like this most beautiful small group of women who have the best conversations and have the beautiful lifelong friendships just from that one meeting so I would say whatever's going on in your life right now, just surrender to it and just really dive into what is the worst thing that could happen and just really go into that and just like not be afraid because what it, what you resist persists as well. Yeah, I love that. So, so true. Well, thank you so much. This You're was a welcome. great chat. Loved it. Yeah. Thank and you. Still early in the morning, time for that self-care. 
I know. Yeah. I'm going to go make a coffee. That's my self-care now. <laughs> I had my cacao, but you know, when it goes cold, I'm like, and I love oh. drinking from ceramic mugs. Everyone's like, get one of those thermo ones. I'm like, I don't like drinking from metal and all the other ones don't really keep it hot. Yeah. So I'm going to go heat that up. Oh, oh, no. Mum life. Definitely yeah. cups of tea and coffee go cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, love this. And Guys, if you want to follow Ash, all the information is in the show notes. But Ash, what is your, do you just want to share now that your Instagram handles that you want yeah. people to follow? Yeah. So at Fusion Biz Co is the business one and at Ash Matkovich, A-S-H-M-A-T-K-O-V-I-C. That one's just um, kind of more of a personal one that I share some stuff on. But why not? Love following yeah. it. Yeah. And everything's in the show notes, all the links, the websites, all of that stuff. So you can have a little look-see. And yeah, thank you so much for being on, babe. Thank you for having me. Nice to chat, Kim. All right. See ya. Hey, babe. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I just loved this chat with Ash. I just feel like we connected so much, especially as mums and as entrepreneurs take a screenshot, share it on your social media and tag us. And we would love to reshare your post as well to our audience and let us know what you related to the most. So head down to the show notes where you will find all the links to access everything to do with Fusion Biz Co and Ash and how she supports women and also how I support women in their business journey as well. When it comes to the finances, you can see a link to the free Universal Laws of Money Masterclass that I have pre-recorded for you that you can access and play back as much as you like and learn how to get started with setting up your wealth principles and the system to never having to worry about money again. Or click the link to book in an obligation-free chat with me, a one-on-one mini strategy session where I can give you the starting steps for your journey to bettering your relationship with money and handling your money like a fucking pro (laughs) or if you're just ready for huge transformation and you want to make 2023 your absolute best year with your business revenue your sales with your income and the emotion you have around all of that then the doors are open to wealthy as fuck my 12 month money mastermind mentorship program Gosh, that's a tongue twister, right? I'm sure there's an easier way to say it, but I just love to use my words. (laughs) Come join us. The prices will go up in 2023. So what better time to get started, to end your year of 2022 strong and in the right space at the right time for your financial expansion as you grow your impact and your business.